Okay, we are in Megillas Esther, Perek Tes, Pasuk Chav, Vayichto Mordechai. So we have seen the miracle unfold before us. The annihilation of the Jews has been stopped. Haman is hung on the gallows he prepared for Mordechai. Mordechai is elevated to um, the viceroy of the Persian Empire. Esther is firmly established as the queen. They get the right to Jews to self-defense. On the first day in Shushan, they kill 500 enemies. On the second day in Shushan, 300. And finally, in the outer provinces, they kill in one day 75,000 people. So now, Mordechai and Esther are concerned. Really, concerned is too weak a, a word. They are obsessed with the realization that, if you think about it, it looks like a perfectly natural process would happen. It's Lateva. It's, it's hidden, the miracle of the Kaddish Baruch And that if you think about it, as they do, how long is Shushan going to last as the center of, of world Jewry? Or for that matter, how long is the Persian Empire going to last? And what's going to happen that in historical memory, this whole thing will be lost. The whole miracle of Purim will be lost. And so they are determined that this be made a permanent part of our Jewish observance worldwide, and that they implement a system where it assumes the role of every yontif or any holiday we have in the Jewish canon of observances, as it were. So Mordechai begins. Mordechai writes these things. Rashi says the Dvarim Ha'ela is literally the Megillah that we read. He writes the text of the Megillah. He sends it out to every province of Ahasuerus, be it near or far. And he sends it out, as we're going to see, to all the Jewish communities in the world. He tries to get out the message. What? L'kayim, to fulfill alehem lios osim, es yom arbaso lachodesh ador, es yom chamisha asobo, b'chol shona v'shona. Every year this miracle is to be recalled. This Megillah is to be read on the 14th and the 15th. We see the 15th because of Shushan Purim, as we will get to, so that on those two days, the Megillah is to be read and this observance is to be adhered to. Um, one of the questions is this concept of Shushan Purim. The Chachamim tell us that you, re you read it on the 15th, the second day, if you live in a walled city that was walled at the time of Yoshua. A very strange criteria. The reason being, at the time, Yerushalayim was not a walled city anymore. The walls had been torn down. Israel lay devastated. So what would you do? Shushan would be the centrality? You couldn't have that. 
So what Mordechai did and what the Chachamim did was go back to give Israel, the nation, the land, the honor of that, yes, they were the central focus of Judaism and all of the religious observances. They went back to Yeshua. Didn't Nehemiah rebuild the walls? Didn't, no, not yet. Oh, not yet. This, this is, is before, right. This okay. is the 17 years in the interim when there was no construction. Now, interestingly enough, there are walled or war walled cities then, Tzvat, Tiberias, Ashkelon, there were others. Why didn't they use them as a criteria? One, they said because you couldn't determine for sure whether uh, where the walls were. Moreover, what they instituted, however, is that in those cities they do read the Megillah on the second day, but without a bracha. But that's why the litmus test is, was it a walled city in the day of Yoshua? So, this was to be done every year. In the, to commemorate the days where the Jews rested from their enemies. And Chazal point out, that that is typical of our Jewish observance. We don't celebrate the battle, the war, the day of the war, the day of the killings. We celebrate Hayom Asher Nochu. Chodesh Asher Nepach Lahem in the month, whereas we said Nahapachu. The whole miracle of Purim is a reversal of fortune. It's the sudden turn of events. So miyogon lesimcho that went from sadness to joy, meevel from mourning to yom tov to celebration, lasososam yemei mishke to days of feast, besimcha umishloach monos to send shalach monos ishla reyehu umatonos leevyonim gifts to the poor. So it's so interesting that of all things, Purim is centered on celebration on feasting, on dining, on wine. And if you think about it, it's obvious. So much of the Purim miracle is enjoined to feasts, to seudos. Vashti made a suda, Hashverosh made a suda, Esther made a suda, Esther made two seudos. So that we see that it's tied into celebration, to wine. Mishloach Manos is we send gifts to people, it was such to be such a joyous celebration for everybody that you wanted the poor had to be celebratory in this. The poor had to be participating in this. The Rambam says that Purim is the only time of year when you're approached for charity, for tzedakah, you don't ask where's it going, what do they do, what's their plan, whatever. you give it. Uh, you, you don't ask, is it, are they legit? You give the money, Matanos Le'Evyonim. And all the Jews undertook this as Mordechai had commanded them. Ki Haman, and this is the last mention of Haman in the Megillah, Ki Haman ben Hamdasa Ha'agagi, Tzorer kol ha-Yehudim, the enemy of all the Jews, Chashav ha-Yehudim la-Abdom, to annihilate them, they appealed poor, Hugadol l'Humos u-la-Abdom. And because of this lottery that he cast, he, um, to, to destroy them and to annihilate them. So we name 
the holiday after the lottery. It seems a little strange, but Chazal explained to us that the poor shows us that lottery of chance shows us everything that it could have gone wrong. It could have gone wrong. Uh, Esther would have been found out by the king or she would have been killed or the whole people would have been killed. The lottery, in effect, the genius of the lottery was it delayed Homon because if you think about it, Homon would have killed them on the spot. But what they did was postpone by lottery 11 months, which gave them a time to galvanize, to do tshuva, to defend themselves. And that's referring to Queen Esther. And she came before the king, Amar and Nasefer Yoshub Machshato, to send out letters to. to revoke this. Of course, you couldn't revoke it. You could only neutralize it, as we saw. That he was planning to do Haman. And they hung him on the tree. That's why it is called Purim. Al Shem Hapur because of the lottery. Al Kain Al Kol Divrega Igeres Hazos, and therefore all the words of this letter, this scroll, Umara U Al Tocha Umar Hagia Alehem, and what they saw from it, and what has in fact reached them. Now says the Megillah Kimu VeKiblu HaYehudim, they. Fulfilled and accepted. Kimo v'kiblu, Chachamim say, is a higher degree of intensity than the original Nasevenishma given at Mount Sinai. Because if you recall, Nasevenishma might have been done under duress. The Medrash tells us that the Kaddish who held a mountain above their heads and says, if you accept, fine. If you don't accept, this is going to be your grave. So it could have been a tentative acceptance, a sort of a hesitating. Kimu Kiblu is the real thing. It goes further than Nasev and Ishma. So Kimu Kiblu Hayudim Aleihem Ram and their progeny, Valkol Hanil Vim Aleihem, all that came to the meaning Gerim, the Loyavolios Osim Eshnea Yamimo Ela, Kikvatsam Ubizmanam, and they would not forget, they would not be Yavor to keep these two days, Kikvatsam Ubizmanam, Bechol Shana Vishana, every year. According to Mordechai and Esther, this was to be a yearly observance everywhere, encompassing every Jew everywhere. It was to be every generation, every family, every nation, wherever Jews were. It shall never pass. And its memory will never be lost forever. In other words, they are doing nothing less than institutionalizing the holiday, the miracle of Purim on an equal footing with every holiday, every Yom Tov. It's, in fact, the Rambam says that in the end, 
the only holiday that we're going to be retaining in Yemos HaMashiach is Purim. So they've achieved that goal, in a sense. And now Esther HaMalka constantly worried about the perpetuity of the Tzchad. By the way, mentioning her as Basavichael shows that now everything is in the open. She's Jewish. This is the lineage. This is her father's name. Mordechai HaYehudi, and he is Mordechai HaYehudi. He could be Mishneh HaMelech, but he is still a Jew in his practice, in his belief, in his outlook. As Kol Tokep, with all the power, L'Kayim Es Igas HaPurim Hazos, V'Hashenis. She writes a second letter, just fortifying this. We know that Esther came to Chazal, to the Chachamim, and asked and received permission that this Megillah, Megillah's Esther, is a part of the canon of Tanakh. That's how important it was. And they sent letters of greeting and peace and reinforcement to all 127 provinces to fulfill this holiday of Purim and its time. Just like Esther and Mordechai did. How they came to the defense of their souls, their people, their progeny. Through their fasting and through their crying out. In other words, you see the intense obsession with this holiday never being forgotten, its observance never lapsing. And as we said, from Esther's urging and persuading of the Anshe Knesset Hagdola and Chazal, this becomes Nichtov Vasefer. This Megillah is part of Tanakh. Continue and we three psukim by Yosem Hamelech Achashverosh Mas Al Haoretz Ve'Iye Hayom. Achashverosh puts a tax on the land and Ve'Iye Hayom the islands. So what is that doing here? The concluding three psukim. One, Mefoshim show you might think that after Ahasuerus did this, so 75,000 people killed, Haman removed, a Jew put as his viceroy, a Jewess put as his queen, there would be rebellion, there would be anti-Semitism. No, they accepted the rule of Ahasuerus. Ahasuerus now imposes a tax that they do not rebel against. Some say, by the way, he was deliberately doing this tax to determine who would oppose it. If they opposed the tax or refused to pay, they were still Haman sympathizers. Others say, he's doing nothing more. Don't you remember that when he wanted to get Esther to tell him her origins, in her honor, he suspends the tax. So all he's doing is reinstating the tax. 
Interestingly, our arts for Ie Hayam on the land and the islands of the sea, the Mephorshim say, so blessed was Ahasuerus, and he realizes it through Haman, I'm sorry, through Mordechai, that his land increased. More provinces were added, islands were added. He becomes more powerful and says the Medrash, he realized that this was all due to Mordechai. He accepted it. And all that Mordechai did and his glorious reign and everything he did for the king and for Persia and for Jews, they are written, you want more detail, of Medea and Persia, not Divrei Hayomim in Hashem, which we will begin tomorrow, but the Chronicles of Persia and Modai. He Mordechai HaYehudi Mishneh Lamelech, Mordechai second in command of the king, Achashverosh, the Godol Yehudim, a giant among the Jews, the Ratsui Lerov Echav. Here is a very controversial phrase. Ratsui Lerov Echav means beloved or accepted to the majority of his people. Are we saying that after all this, Mordechai has a a 51% favorability rating? Yes. The reason being, is Sanhedrin tells us, the Chazal never forgave him, the Gedolim, for abandoning Torah and taking a political role in this whole process in Persia. And so others argue and say, but wait, he saved the Jewish people. Is it not Pikuach Nefesh? And they say that one says that even Pikuach Nefesh does not doche, does not push aside Limut Torah. But, yeah. but didn't Daniel, Nehemiah, Ezra also have political roles? Didn't Daniel, Ezra, and Nehemiah, or as Nevi'im, but they're command under God. They're, yes, they're Nevi'im, but... Uh, we don't know what their popularity rating was, actually, come to think of it. Yimriot was killed, so we yeah. um, In any case, what's the Rovechov? So you might say that it was Pikuach Nefesh, he had to do it. Yes, said Chazal. But did he have to stay around after it was all done and stay as viceroy for the rest of his days? We're not so sure. Moreover, the Gemara says this is a good thing. Because Abaye says, I think in Masefta Kasuvos, he says that if a Rav, if a leader, a Jewish inspiration is loved by everybody, there's something wrong. It's not ordinary. Somebody has to be offended. If he's pleasing everybody, something is being compromised. So Rotsi the Rovechot could be a very good thing. Doresh Tovla Amo, seeking good for all his people. In other words, Mordechai devoted the rest of his life searching out to help his people, looking for the opportunity. But Doresh Shalom the Cholzaro, and seeking peace for all his progeny and all the nation of Israel. And so we conclude Megillah's Esther, a miracle that looks like Teva, but you would have to be totally oblivious to the reality to not to see the hand of the Kaddish Baruch Hu in this. And so we begin Emir Hashem tomorrow, probably it's the last book of Tanakh, but it is one of the most complex, difficult, 
misunderstood, underrated, uh, non-attended to Sefer in all Tanakh, Jivrei Hayamin, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. You will not want to miss this odd time. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah.